Hey, stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned with the coach, John Brett, picking the guitar. Oh, I'm here with the dad, Nick Griffin, sorry. Yeah, we turned this thing on early. Here we go, let's go. So, so, hey coach, I figure since you're playing the guitar, you know, uh, we did we did some other things. Let's do top five guitars. You suggested that the other yeah. day. And man, I had to do some homework. I had to dig, dig, dig. Well, dig, there's dig another one coming up we're going to do soon that I had to do some digging that you could just. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is great. Guitar. I've been playing guitar since I was seven years old. My dad showed me. He used to be in a bluegrass band. I played a little that, and I played a little heavy metal. I played a little country band, a little blues band, a little Christian band. So I've always loved guitars. The different guitars, it's just different sounds. I think a lot of people listen to music. Mm-hmm. don't really understand the difference of the sounds and the difference of, you know, what a group would sound like if they had a different guitar. I mean, think about yeah. E.B. King if he didn't have his guitar. And think about Steve Ray Vaughan yeah. if he had, you know, Slash's guitar. Yeah. You get totally different sounds. So I think this is great. Different sounds, different guitars, different times too. So great so, stuff. So I'll say for me is my real father and all my brothers can play music. And I gravitated that. I was never raised around them, but I was never around it long enough to, to pick it up. I love the guitar. I would love to be the guy to stand on stage one day with a band blowing in my face, playing like a, I don't know. Well, you should have got a haircut then. Man, I got to grow my hair longer, you know? <laughs> and, and, and just thrashing on a guitar, just, yeah. I just love it. And it doesn't have to be totally ripping it. I mean, just some cuts in there like off of, uh, Run to You by Brian Adams, just the way he plays it. I like that. Um, Kid Rock, I know that sounds crazy, but Midnight Train to Memphis after he gets all his cussing out of the way. Yeah. It's just a great guitar, you know, riff in there. Now, I love it. And, you know, about sixth grade, prior to sixth grade, I liked that guy named Elvis. And after that, I discovered people who played real guitars like Jimmy and everything else. Exactly. And uh, so, yes, so right. top, top five guitars. Top five guitars. Yes. Right. Oh, and you know, check me out. Today. I was going to say something about the Nick Rucker. Yeah. He's one of our fans, but he's also, we're really one of his fans. More one than of his fans. fans. He's played some good music, some great podcasts. He's actually yes. smoking something the day I saw him. His, uh, he put on his um, story. Yes. He's smoking like a big brisket on his. Uh, oh, man. Say, I want to make sure, Nick, that you put the, the end result of that because i saw it just going on yeah we want to sit we want to see rocky ford enters the mouth smell so vision. yes yes that's yes. i mean we've got all this technology why we've never had smell vision on we got to figure that out diners drive-ins and dives we great yeah if we if we had smell vision food would be so like it ain't nobody's business oh my gosh then i'd be fat all the time yes. <laughs> all right so top five, top top five. five. you want to go or you want to go number all five right. Uh, this is going to come back to not everything has to be electric. Most of the time you think about guitars, you think about electric. But for me, there was a time that everybody had Martin guitars back in the 70s, and then they were going to Taylor's. And then this thing hit kind of in the late 80s, early 90s with country music, where the Takamini acoustic guitar came around, where it became pretty big, where Garth Brooks was using it, um, Oakland Fry was using it. But the Takamini EN15C, there's this one that's the famous, what I call the Garth Brooks guitar. It has this crisp sound. So when I was in my country band at that time called Gone Country with one of our old friends that we grew up with, Doug Nelson. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that was the guitar that I went to get. And it had such a crisp, great sound of an acoustic guitar. Now, I play yeah. Guild now, and I, my dad always played Martin. But to me, the Takamini was a pretty good sounding guitar. Cool, cool. So... I didn't get as technical as you did, Coach. I'm going to throw it out there. <laughs> technical. 
Yeah, so what I went with is who I visualized and I saw. Ooh, and uh, Chuck Berry, man. Dude, Chuck Berry with a Gibson guitar. And they got two different brands, the ES-335 uh -huh. and the 350. But, dude, Chuck Berry strutting around. You know, Chuck Berry was the guy who showed us how to strut on the stage. Yep. And, and if it wasn't for Chuck Berry, we may still be like the Beatles. Duh, right. duh, duh, you know, but Chuck Berry could play the guitar like it ain't nobody's business. Right. That little song, Johnny Be Good, man, him just going at the fretboard. Well, who do you think, remember uh, Back to the Future? When I, yes. When you were growing up. Yes. Was, you know, Marty McFly was yeah. doing the Chuck Berry. Yeah. It, it was pretty good. He was doing it via... Jimi Hendrix first. Exactly. So there you go. Great yeah. stuff. So. All right. Number four. Well, I'm going to be very close to you. The number four is the Gibson ES 345. So I'm like right in between. Oh, that's the, man. That's the old BB King Lucille. Wow. The Lucille, which has this great story where, you know, they say, how did you give, you know, the name Lucille to the guitar? Did you ever hear that story? No. no. So BB's playing somewhere down deep in the South. And, uh, as he's playing, there's this huge barroom brawl starts happening, and the place kind of catches on fire. They get everybody out, but he can't find his guitar. So he runs back into the fire and grabs the guitar and leaves. So they ask him about saving his guitar. He said, yeah, why would you name it Lucille? He said, because I found out the two guys that started the fight were fighting over a girl by the name of Lucille. <laughs> what a great story that is. So that is insane. So Coach, what's even more crazier is, is that was my number four, Lucille, also. Really? Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, Lucille is, is it. I could just see him playing it. But that is a phenomenal story. It's a great story. So you get to kick off number three now. Number three is, um, I'm going to come back. Fender has been just an amazing mm -hmm. guitar place, but or, or, or company. But the Fender Telecaster, not the Stratocaster, we, yeah. we'll get into later. But the Telecaster was done by uh, Keith Richard, Jeff Beck, Albert Collins, which is me being in a blues band. That was He was one of my guys. But... Recently, Brad Paisley plays the Telecaster. It has a unique, crisp country sound. Yes. And so a lot of the country bands, like Alan Jackson's guy that plays the guitar, Brad Paisley, those runs that you hear in those country bands like Chattahoochee. Yes. And some of those things uh, are on that Telecaster. And it has a really clean, uh, what I want to say, a trebly sound, where the Stratocaster gets more in that bass sound. So it's a wow. really, really unbelievable sound. It's a Fender Telecaster. So I'm a huge fan of Brad Paisley. I oh, saw him in concert. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. And I, I'm not going deep into concert. But Brad Paisley is a rock star stuck in a country boy's body. Yeah, he's good. That dude can play the guitar like it's nobody's business. And he just loves it. When you're at his concert, he's running around like he's a rock star. <laughs> he's playing the guitar. And if, if he could just shut up and play the guitar the whole time, I think he would honestly be happy. And then I also heard about him. He would go into Nashville at a guitar shops down there. And he would go in there and just wear a baseball cap and kind of hide yeah. his face down. And people would come in and he goes, hey, let me show you something on this thing. It's just and then he terrible. would leave and they go, you know, that was Brad Paisley. And they're like, what? You know? Oh, my gosh. It's kind of reminds me of Jeff Gordon jumping yeah. in that car that time. When he was, oh, that, yeah. What was that guy from the uh, was test drive? Yes, yes. That yes. guy was about to kill him. So, so Coach, my number three, because, you know, I said I kind of were people more in their guitars. Agnes Young, ACDC, the JDSG. And from what I understand with this, he started this and then Gibson started picking up after that off of his model that he did. Go. And, you know, I, I talked about Chuck Berry doing the duck walk and then you got Agnes Young doing the, the, oh the freaky God. leg kick thing yes. that he does. Kind of similar in a lot of ways. They were just showing if they could play a guitar while entertaining you visually 
with with you getting lost in the music, but getting entertained visually yeah. at the same time. Yeah, that's you know? unbelievable. I mean, that, was, that you think about when us when our time growing up, going to concerts. If you didn't go to ACD concert, it didn't matter because every concert you went to, the pre-concert where they had the lights up and they were playing yeah. music was always back in black and yes. ACDC songs. And you remember that sound. Oh, gosh. Oh, yes. my goodness. All right, number two for me is the Les Paul. Oh, and my goodness. the reason for that is because you have to think about there's a sound. Like every guitar yeah. has a sound. So you have the Slash, a Spraley of Kiss. Yes. Uh, Jimmy Page. Yeah. But think about this. Think about the sound of Randy Rhodes. The difference when Ozzy had Randy Rhodes and then he went to J.P. Lee. Yes. Totally different guitars. But that sound of, uh, you know, like in... Uh, Sweet Child of Mine with yes. Slash. That sound and Ace Frehley and uh, just that sound of uh, you cannot think it's any other guitar, but you knew exactly like if, if you play a guitar, it goes, that's a Les Paul. Wow. Wow. I can't Unless you pick one up, it's like hearing an oak tree. Mm -hmm. Things are so freaking heavy. Wow. So my, my number two coach is, uh, it's called the Frankenstrat by Eddie Van Halen. He built it. Oh, and yeah. He cut it up. He said he didn't have enough money to do everything. So he cut the neck, you know, and he put his own uh, uh, pickups in there and everything, and um, and it's legendary. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think even a, a, a later Frankenstrat was selling for enormous amounts of money. Sure. And uh, but he he went with that, and then he started doing this thing with PV, where he started making guitars too, from what I understand. And then, but the Frankenstrat, I mean, what a great! That's a great. I mean, it's just legendary. Yes, we lost yeah. him this last year in twenty twenty. Yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, when you think about that guitar, if you see the guitar, you immediately go, hey, man, hey. Yes. What a great thing. All right, so my number one, I mean, I just, anybody that knows me, I've played guitar for years, loves guitar. My guitar heroes play this guitar. And you're talking about, you got Yngwie Malmsteen, you got John Mayer, you got the great Jimi Hendrix, and then my hero of all time, Steve Ray Vaughan, all play the Fender Strat. Yes. There is a sound with that Strat. It's got the toggle switch on it. You're playing deep. You're down here playing rock and roll. You're down here immediately just hitting the switch, and you're you're playing a clean sound. You can do wah wah pedals on it. Just the sound of that guitar. Think about the Nash or the you know, think about the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah, Hendrix. Think about Stevie Ray playing behind his back. Yeah, I mean you think about John Mayer. All these sounds that he has from pop to now you got the John Mayer trio, and he just busts into that uh, that guitar. It's just a great sounding guitar. Uh, the Fender Stratocaster to me is. It's just what rock and roll, and, and when we were growing up, everybody played a little bit more um, the solos and everything. Mm -hmm. We don't hardly really hear the solo at all anymore. No, no. But when I think about a solo, I think about the Fender Strat. Yeah, I, I'll say that was my number one was the Fender Strat. Yeah. And I, and I refer to it as Jimi Hendrix, you know. He, he was a left-handed guitar player. He had a right-handed guitar. He strummed it upside down. You know, everybody knows the story on that. And the dude made it sound like things that... At that time, we had never heard those things. Before. Yeah, I mean, of course he put, you know, he had some wah wah pedals in there too, you know, but but he actually made that guitar talk. Yeah, but if you just think about it, and I don't know if people will know as much as Bob C. Ray as I do, but if you, there's a couple songs that he had like Lenny and Riviera Paradise that are very slow melodic, some clean sounding song, mm -hmm. same guitar. He kicks it up to. You know, rocking the house at uh, Crossfire, and then he can bang it to death when he's playing some of these slow blues, kicks it into another Tiger Switch, kicks on a pedal, and goes into like Texas Flood uh, and playing, you know, some Jimmy songs that he played. And the same guitar. Most time when people go off stage and change guitar, what Stevie Ray did was he changed strats. 
So you had like a 67 Strat and you had a 69 Strat and yeah. a 72 Strat and they had a little bit different sound, but it was still a Strat. So coach, I got some honorable mentions and you were okay. playing a guitar a while ago and uh, it was, it's an Ibanez. That's your guitar. I used it to is. have an Ibanez myself. I love the guitar. You know, I bought that thing because I thought it was the prettiest damn right. thing I saw. Oh, it is. And, uh, Look at the action on this thing. It's yeah. like so great. Most of, I mean, when you talk about a good guitar, yeah. the action when people talk about having it low like this, some of those guys, they can just go to town on it. But this is a perfect rock and roll guitar. It just really is. It's a great Ibanez anyway. So, Steve Vine and old Joe Sautry Heine, they're Ibanez guys, man. Right. And when I went to see G3, had two of those, uh, two of those three played the Ibanez guitar. Yeah. So. And, uh, and so, I just kind of gravitated to it, and I just love the color scheme on it. You used to would see what was called a, a red sunburst mm -hmm. that was, was very popular, and I said, "Man, this just takes it to a whole different level." And I like, yeah. And uh, people put stickers on the guitars, like uh, 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 I can't think of his first name. Uh, the guy used to play Rage Against the Machine. A lot of people put them on the back too. Yes, yes, yes. What's the guy in Rage Against the Machine? Uh, Tom Morello. Tom, Tom. Yeah, Morello. He has stuff written all over yeah. and everything. And he uh, had the SRB John Mayer as a yeah. John Mayer on it. I said, but that there, I said, it'd be like having a Ferrari. I can't, I can't put that great. on the front. You know, it's really good. Cool. Have you got a wheel? A wheel. Yeah, like when you die. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I think this has to have John Briggs. Now. I, I, I'm I, just saying. I, I got, I got to put the coach in the coach in the There you go. Room. All right, cool. So that's all awesome. Well, this is from the coach. Go ahead, coach. Oh man. Just a little something, and this is from the bed. Hey, thank you guys so yeah, much. We just want to have a little Top fun. Top five guitars. We have a great time. If you got some other guitars, we want to hear. Yeah, about post them below. We want yeah. to know. Or, want. or who who you've always envisioned as like a great guitar player on your guitar. Absolutely. Like, yeah, we want to see it. So thanks again, guys. Stay tuned. Yep. Go ahead. I can live with that.